And you're listening to me right here. I'll tell you how the number, what you should call for these interesting questions on Bamidbar and on Rus and Shavuos. I'm going to ask you some questions that nobody knows. Only one or two people out there and the thousands of people, maybe five people, will know these answers to these questions. They're not so hard. They're very simple, but no one ever thinks about them. The line, the, the number to call is 718-683-5858. That's the live feed into the studio here. 718-683-5858. Live, li- uh, the feed, the live into the studio. You want to listen to us on a hotline? We have two hotlines. 712-432-4217. And the other one is 718-506-9099. Again, 712-432-4217. 718 we have our engineer, Technion, on duty, Iran. And we're going to ask you the most interesting questions on Pashas by Midbar and Shavuos. I mean, Pasha the questions. And you'll see, if you listen, most people will not get them right because it's not hard. You didn't think about it. Could I ask you the first question on Bamidbar? Okay. It counts up all B'nai Yisrael in the first few sentences. How many B'nai Yisrael were there? If you answer 600,000, you're 1,000% wrong. Nowhere in the Torah does it tell you that, that the B'nai Yisrael were 600,000. never says that. doesn't say that. You can't find it anywhere. Oh, it says something, but people don't think what they're reading. All right, that's the first question. How many B'nai Yisrael were there when they were counting them? Mm-hmm. Number two, you're not allowed to count Jews. It's an Isser de Oraiso. So how could they do it? Three, Ruvain is the Bechar. Why isn't it spelled correctly? Why do you have a missing vav? Why does it say in the first few pesukim, v'hazor hakor of yumos? Anyone who comes too close to the base of Migdash, the Mishkan will die. How come? Why? And how do you? It says Hashem said, but number five, lo kachti es halavim mitoch b'nei Yisrael. How do you see? That Hashem took the Levim from the middle of Klal Yisrael. How do you see from the middle of the word Yisrael the word Levim? So similar, we have the water came from a set, the Mayim came from a Sela in the midbar, right? How do you know from the word Sela in the middle of the word is the word Mayim? Mem Yud Mem. I just give you two examples. From the w- middle of the word Yisrael is Levim, and the middle of the word Selah is Mayim. How could it be? Mayim has no Samach in it, no Lamed in it, no Lamed in it, no Ayin. My, 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 my. And how could Levim come from Yisrael? There's no Mem in Yisrael. We're teaching you the gigantic 
little secrets of the Torah for thinking people. If you're a thinking person, you're listening to my program. If you want loud noise and jokes and games and funny stories, you got the wrong Shidur Chai, the wrong live broadcast. We were asking questions to people who think, and most of my listeners are big thinkers. That's why they tuned in. Otherwise, they wouldn't tune in L'Chadchila. They'd rather get some noise that makes them, you know, doesn't have to think. Okay, then we're going to go into Megillah. Then we're going to go into Shavuos. How come Shavuos is the only Yontif that does not have a mitzvah? What two things does Shavuos re- represent? Two things. What day was the first Shavuos? What day of the week? What date, what number in the calendar was it? Why is it called plural Shavuos? Why do we use flowers in a shul and in a house? On Shavuos. How come Sukkot and Pesach is in the middle of the month, the 15th, and Shavuos is in the, the quarter on the 7th of the month? Not in the middle. It's right in the, in the first quarter. What happened on Shavuos? Why do we stay up all night and learn Torah? Why? Why do we eat milk Chalavi? Why? Why do we eat two meals at lunch the first day? First, milchik, then fleshik. Why? Why is Shavuos the 50th day? Why not the 49th? Why does it say about Shavuos? It doesn't say about Pesach and Sukkot. Chatsi lochem and chatsi lashem. Why only Shavuos? Why is Shavuos one day and all the others are seven days? Why, why, why? Why is Shavuos... One day. The other two Yom Tovim are seven days. Okay, we have two, they have eight. But why is it a total one and they have seven? Why? Why? Why do we read Megillah's Rus? Why? Who is Rus? Who is Boaz? Who wrote the Megillah? Why do we read that Kabbalistic poem before Kriya Satora called Akdomus? What does that have anything to do with Shavuos? Why do we read the Haftorah? Yecheskel. Lamed Ches about Meiser Mekovo. What does that have to do with Shavuos? How many ways can you... Does it, how many ways is it, are you able to become a Talmud Chokham? It says in Pirkovus, uh Fifth Perik. Sixth, uh, Perik, fifth Mishnah. How many ways can can you does it take to be to to become a Talmud Chacham? How many ways does it take to be a Kohen or a Melech? How many for a Talmud Chacham? Does anybody know that? Last question. How do you count the Omer? Law Omer or Ba Omer? You have to know what the words mean. There's two shittas. The Mechaber is fired and say, Law Omer. Ashkeladim say, Ba Omer. And if you don't know what your minig is, well, the Mishnah Brewer says, if you're an Ashkenazi, you have to say, Law Omer. If you say, Ba Omer, you may be Yotze Bidi Eved. So what means law? What means Ba? They mean two different things, you know. Man and woman, black and white. I mean, hello, two different things. Totally different things. 
Both are correct, but Fashkin we say Lomer, and Mishaburah says, if you say Bo Omer, but the Evid, you are right. But the Evid, tell me what's the really, what's the so why you would say law, and what we, why we say Bo. You have to know something about Dikduk, which most people don't know. You know, I mean, it's a hard thing, and most people, it's, it's boring. Uh, dig Duk. Um, someone told me once, Rabbi, I don't know much about Duk Dick. I said, yeah, I can tell, yeah. Anyhow, it's um, very, very important to know basic rules of Dick Duk, right? In English, you know, a little grammar where you put a comma, semicolon, a period, quotation marks, question mark. You know something, the beginning of the sentence starts with a capital letter. In Hebrew, we have five capital letters. They come at the end of the words. Mm-hmm. Five capital letters come at the end. Only five capitals out of 22. Anyhow, our, now we will go to the phones if we have any callers. Iran, do we have any callers? Shlomi, you're number one. Welcome to the program. Go ahead, Shlomi. Hello. Hello, Shlomi. Um, Thanks for calling. Um, I know um, by Megillah's Shuas. Yeah, why? I know why we read it on Shuas. Tell me why. Because David, it's David Melch's grandmother, and David Melch was born on Shuas. 100% correct. You get a CD. You must be a very smart kid. How old are you? 12. Oh, you sound like he's like 15. And um, 12, you're uh, 12 years old, you're in the fifth grade? Seven. Seven and five. And, oh, yeah, right. You're a very smart kid. David, how many... David was her son, grandson, great-grandson, great-great-grandson. Grandson. Grandson, well, a little further. Because, because Rus had the first child was Ovade. Then uh, David uh, was like Ovade, Yishai, David. So Ovade's son, uh, Yishai, grandson, David, great-grandson, correct. And he was born on Shavuos. I think he died on Shavuos. And happens to be the grandmother was Rus, correct. Why is it that... The greatest king of Israel came from a Giyuris, from a straight Yid. Why do you have to have, like, a, you know, Giyuris is very nice, but there's no Chosovos there. Why would you make, why would Hashem arrange it, that you had David Hamelis, the greatest man, one of the greatest men that ever lived. David Avdi, Hashem calls him my servant. Only Moshe and David are called that. She, he comes from the great-grandson of a Giyuris. Is that, why is that like that? That's very hard for you to, very hard for you, because, uh, you know, that's a deep question. But Shlomi, you hang on line, and Iran will give you a CD. How's that? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Who's number two? Who? No one. No one. Okay. Rabbi said, you hear these questions? Shlomi's a very smart boy. Let's ask these questions again, because when it comes to Shulis, you're going to think, why did we read Megillah's Rus? Why on Shulis? And why do we eat milk eggs? And why do we have flowers in Shul? And why is there no mitzvahs? Not one for Shulis. No special mitzvah. Even Hanukkah has a mitzvah. Even Purim has a mitzvah. Even Tishbub has a mitzvah. Pesach, Pesach for sure. Sukkah for sure. Yom Kippur for sure. Rosh Hashanah for sure. How come the day the Torah was given we have zero mitzvahs? doesn't bother you. Really? Mm, mm, mm. Now we get back to the parsha. How many B'nai Yisrael were there when, the, when they took the count over here? 
You know? Forget about saying 600,000, because you know that's not true. How many B'nai Yisrael were there? You heard it doesn't give you a number, but Mepharshim talk about it. How many B'nai Yisrael were there when they counted the Jews? And number two, how can you count a year? It's Isra Deraisa. Oh, sir, how can Hashem do it? Tell Moshe to do it. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Oh, Bechar. Why isn't it spelled correctly? Beit Chavav Reish. Why does it say three times right in the beginning, Hazar Hakor of Yumus? He who's not a Levi, he comes close and does the voter, he's going to die. Why do you say three times? You know, one time is pretty good. We don't need it three times. And how, what did Hashem say? I will take the Levian and substitute them for the Bechorim, because the Bechorim did the Eagle, so they used to be the Kohanim, so I'll get rid of them, and I'll take the Levian, and they'll do instead of the Bechorim. From the word, Lokakti Mitoch from the word Yisrael, you have in the middle of that word, Levian. Explain that to me, somebody. And since we're on the subject, the Mayim came out of a Selah for 40 years. In the middle of the word Selah, you got Mem Yud Mem. Could anyone explain that to me? And also, it's the only Yantif without a Mitzvah Shvuos. Why? What two things does Shvuos represent? Two things. On what day was the first Shvuos? What day of the week? What number of the month? What day of the sphere? Three questions. Why is it called Shvuos weeks? Why do we use flowers in the shul, base medrash, and the homes? Why is it in the, when the moon is half full and Pesach and Sukkot is when it's full moon, the 15th? Here it's the 6th, you know, when the moon is half. How come? What happened on Shuas? Why do we stay up all night and learn? Why? It's no mitzvah. It's a minute. Why do you do it? Why do we eat milk eggs on the first lunch? It's a minute you soil. Why do some eat two meals for lunch? First milk eggs, then flesh. Why? Why? Why is yeah, yeah, why is Shavuos the fiftieth day after forty nine days of Sphira? Why does it say about Shavuos Chatsi Lashem and Chatsi Lochem? Hair for Hashem, hair for you. Well, why? Why? Doesn't say that on Pesach or Sukkot. How come? Why do we read Megillah's Rus? Okay, the young man answered that already. Shlomi. Um. Who was Ruth? Whose daughter was she? How old was she when she got married to Boaz? How old was Boaz? How long did the marriage last? 50 years? 50 months? 50 days? Uh, one day? Or not even a whole day? How long did the marriage last? Who came from Ruth and Boaz? What's the gematria of Rus? If you know that, you know everything. What's the gematria of Boaz? If you know that, you know everything. Who wrote the Megillah? When was it written? 
Why do we read that Kabbalistic thing, Akdomas Milin, about a fish fighting with an animal and the fish kills the animal? What does that mean? Why do we read that section under the Yecheskel Lamed Ches about Master Mikovo for the Haftorah? Why? How many ways is there possible to learn, to gain, to acquire Torah? How many different ways? It says in Pirkovos, Hey, Vav, Perik, Hey, Mey, Vav, Hey, Perik, Vav, Mishnah, Hey. For a Kohen, it takes 24 different Midos, Melech, 30. How many different ways for Torah? Why is, if you're a Talmud Chacham, you're greater than a Kohen, greater than a, a Melech? Yeah. You have how many? You have three calls? Okay. Now, who's the next one? Ezra, you're on the air. Welcome for the call. Thanks for calling, Ezra. Hello. How are you? you go ahead, Ezra. Can I try, um, first, you, you asked uh, Shlemy the question, actually. Where was it? Really? I don't remember that night. <laughs> what you, but I asked uh, him, uh, what was the question? Why was, uh, he has no zuchus, David HaMelech? No, no, that was not the question. That was a prod. Uh, what did he say? Oh, uh, I asked him, why do we read Megillus, Rus, and Shavuos? Right. So he says, Rus, Rus became, uh, Rus was... Uh, her great grandson was David. Right, David was born and died on Shavuos. Very good. So the grandmother is very good. Okay, what else would you like to say? No, but why, why does she have to be a Giyaris? Oh, yeah. Very good. I asked that question. Why Dafka, Dovin and Mel, one of the greatest men, come from Dafka from Giyaris? Why? Can't be a straight year all the way back. To confuse the Yitzhahara and stuff. The Yitzhahara what? He gets confused when there's no Zechusset. It doesn't make sense to him. You mean when there's no zechus? Well, she has great zechus. She's a gyurist. Zechus avos, you mean, right? Zechus avos. So the sultan gets confused. Why does he get confused if there's no zechus avos? What do you mean? Explain it. Huh? I'm not the best explain. I know what you're going to say, but I know what you should say because I'm going to tell you in a minute. But what do you tell me the best you can? What do you mean the satan gets confused when there's no sechus others? What does that mean? See, well, when you uh, hear something, uh, you have to that, think about uh, it. We're still around um, most of the time is because of the chus that we still have them. Uh, but when he says that there's none, so it's uh, it's very confusing for him. It's not easy for him. Okay, I get See, it. Yeah. Um, let me tell you, Ezra, you heard something. You're 90% correct. Let me explain what that means. It okay. says there in the Megillah, always she's called Rus HaMoavio, Rus HaMoavio, Rus the Gaisha girl, Moabite. Why don't you say uh, Rus plain? She's a Kiyur, the highest person in the world, holiest person. She married the God Hadar. Why do you always mention Moavia, 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 Moavia? The satan, you want to confuse the satan to say, ah, Giora, she's a nothing, forget about her. He wouldn't then make an effort to destroy her because she's the mother of Mashiach. Okay. If you say she's just a Gaisha girl, <laughs> ah, forget about her, she's nothing. She's a Giora, okay, no, it's forget about her. He doesn't concentrate on her to try to destroy her because she is the mother of great-grandmother Mashiach, because, you know, Oved, Yishai, Dovid, Shloma, and Mashiach comes from that. So if you're in the Tanakh, and you always call her, and Moboaz came and asked his 
foreman. Who's that woman over there? He said, I got Rosa Moab here. What are you talking about? She's Ellie Malik's granddaughter uh, in law, the greatest man in the country. She's Eglo right, Malik's so daughter, said, the richest well, man. He, he won't try to destroy because he hmm. gets. Uh, it's a Moabite it's to him. Yeah, so right. It's it. nothing. It's a chic uh, girl. Forget about it. You do it at Tafka. Not mm-hmm. to get the Satan interested, just look and look for a fine Sukhusim. Ah, she, she's a nothing. He'll leave her alone. That's the biggest protection we have. That's and exactly. Why do you up on oh, yeah, why do you stay up all night? Basically, I'm, I mean, to my knowledge, we, we, we slept uh, the night when. But the night before Hashem was giving the Torah, uh, we weren't excited and everything. We were just like sleeping, and Hashem says, "Hello, you know, I'm giving you the Torah. Wake, wake up!" Uh, so we make up for it. Oh, Mosak in the head, right? Right. Now, as I'm going to ask you a twenty-four thousand dollar question, how could you go to sleep when Moshe said, "Hashem Yisbarach," the first time in the history of the world, would come down on the seventh, well, this is the first one, was the seventh of Sivan, and I'm going to speak to all of you. You're going to be greater than any Navi in the history of the world. How could you go to sleep? Please. Hi, suppose I told you, uh, Ezra, you come to my office tomorrow morning at 6.30, I'm giving, at 6.30 a.m., downtown Manhattan, I'm going to give you $500,000. Would you oversleep? <laughs> no, but from that... You'll be there at 3 o'clock. The they did the ego, and, and they knew that they were getting the Torah, so, so they were... It wasn't, uh, they had a lot of things to be excited about. Why, yeah. So why did they, how was it? Once in the history of the world you go to sleep? Are you crazy? I'm going to tell you an answer, Ezra, that I heard from my father, Zechot Sadgerach, one of the Gedolei Yisrael, about 30 years ago. Okay. Let me listen to this, Rabbi Sai. They thought that they're going to be in the Madrega of the others, Avram and Yitzchak and Yaakov, who always heard Hashem's voice in a chalom, a dream, or half a conscious. They fell down. They were in a trance. They never had a havamina, that they would listen to it like Moshe Rabbeinu, awake, standing up. They didn't realize that Moshe was greater than the others in Nevoah, not greater in Betochen, but greater in Nevoah, and they're going to be like Moshe Rabbeinu. They never had a Halloween that they could exist. They could t- take it. They would think they would drop dead. So they went to sleep, L'Shem Shomayim, to put themselves on the Madrega of the others. Moshe said, you made a Torah. Talmud Torah, you got to be awake, standing up. You can't learn Torah, have to sleep. Okay, the others got the vu about the future world. Here is Torah. All together, at one moment. You can't be sleeping when you learn a Rashi and a Tosas and, and a Ran and a Ritva and, and a Rajba. You've got to be totally awake. Not like the others. You've got to be like Moshe Rabbeinu, who cobbled the Torah. Which means you, you underestimated your godless. To make up for that for the last 3,000 years, we stay up to realize how great we really are. Like Moshe, we heard it awake. You did not collapse and fall down unconscious. Because the others, obviously Yaakov, heard it when they were not awake. They were like in a, in a, in a, in a chalom. They were not pockets like Moshe. They underestimated their godless. You don't know how great a year is, really. Therefore, we stay up every single shuas every year to massacre in the hate. We shouldn't underestimate our godless. Uh, that's the answer, Ezra. Wow. <laughs> okay. That's pretty powerful, isn't it? Yeah. I know. That's a godly swell told me that, my father. 
He said they thought, he looked at the Midrashim, they thought to be like the office. No, much greater than the office. Moshe was greater than all the office in Nevoa, not in the Munah, because Hashem said, you don't have the Munah of the others. You asked me to give you a sign. The fire will listen to me. You don't trust me. I have to give you a sign. Okay, but talking, he wasn't that great. But in, but in Navi, they'll come Navi owed to Moshe. And we were like Moshe, awake, didn't collapse. Ha, mm-hmm. <sighs> Ezra, that's the answer. You get a, you get a CD, okay? Stay on the line. And uh, Iran will give you a CD. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Any more? Yoel, uh, you're on the air. Yeah. I know the answer to how much um, Yiddenborg counted when, when they counted the Yiddin. Yeah, how many Yiddin were there? 500,978. Where'd you get that number from? Um, Rashi. Uh, no, Rashi never said that. You know what he said? Six, the Torah says 603,550. That's only the man between 20 and 60. What about a wife? What about children? Everybody had at least one wife, maybe two or three. And every woman had six babies each time they gave birth. So at least everybody had six children. These 600,000 women, because their man had at least one wife, so 600,000 and 600,000 women, and each had at least six kids. So there were about six million people, said the Mepharshim, and men were 600,000 between 20 and 60. What about a guy between 60 and 100? And 100 and 140? And zero to 20? So there were 600,000 men only between 20 and 60. But there were, <laughs> you can't have any children without a wife. You need at least one wife. So... 600,000 and 600,000 is 1.2 million right there. And, and if each one had, each woman had only birth, gave birth one time, which they gave birth many times, but let's say one, six children, well, that's about 3.6 million. You add it all together, it's about 6 million people. Yes, men, 600,000 men, correct, only men, but there were other people. Okay, Yoel, what else would you like to answer? I know that you're much for us. What? They're much for us. Oh, Gamati of Rose, what is that? 706. 606? 706. No. Raish is 200. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Raish and Tuff is 600. Raish is 200, 400 and 200, 600. And Svava is 6. 606. 606. 606. Yeah, so what do you have to know that for? Why is that very, 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 very important? Very important. You know why? To become a Yid, you have to be a decent guy first, right? You have to keep the seven minutes of the name yeah. How much is 606 and 7? Yeah. How much? Hello? Yeah. How much is 606 plus 7? 613. Right. To become a Yid and you're a decent guy, all you have to have is 606 more mitzvot because you already have seven. And 606 and 7 is 613. She kept the whole Torah, but before that, she only kept 7. So Rusk uh, 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 took upon herself 606 more mitzvot. Very good. You're a very smart boy. Um, I'm, thank you so much for calling. Who's next? Shlomo, you're on the air. Go ahead, Shlomo. Go ahead, Shlomo. Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Shlomo, you're on the air. Okay, I wanted to answer why we um, eat milchiks. Yeah. Because since they got the Torah, they didn't have time to um, 
kosher all the all the kalim to make them to eat meat. Why did you? Why do you have to kosher the kalim? Because they would shrave. Because why would they shrave? Before they ate the Torah, they ate milk and meat together. Ah, very good. So you can't on yontiv. A tovel the keli or kasher it rather. It's masak and keli. You can't do it. It's yontem. Got away for the next day. So what do you do? You milk a goat, a cow. You have some, I don't know, cream cheese, milk, whatever. You're hundred percent right. That is one reason why they had milk. Can I give you the next reason? Yeah, please, Rabbi Shmuel. Because it says the vash v'cholov tachas l'shonecha. Torah is like honey and milk under your tongue. So Torah is milk. Why? No human being comes into this world without drinking milk. You can't live without milk. You cannot live without Torah. Impossible. Impossible. You can't live as a yid. You have no idea what's going on. And you know when a person faints, you put a little sugar or honey or under his tongue because it goes right into the bloodstream. It doesn't have to go in his stomach first and take a half hour. It goes into the bloodstream immediately. Immediately. And that's how you revive a person. So under your tongue, it immediately absorbs into the gum, into the bloodstream. And the way a person can, can get a, a kick out of Torah is, if you learn Torah, it's like Devash and Chol of Now, what is, why Torah is like Chol of so Why Devash? Two types of Torah. There's a Torah that is Nigle, simple Pshad. That's, that's Chol of a baby drinks it. Very nice. Very good. When you get older, you don't have to drink so much milk. That's the, that's the Chochmas Hanigla. The Stavash, the honey, the sweetness, the Kabbalah, the secrets of the Torah. That's Stavash. Not everybody can, can handle that. You can live your whole life without Stavash. Stavash is the secrets of the Torah, the deep, deep, deep meaning. The, to- the Torah is milk, basic, fundamental ideas. And the biggest secrets in the world, Torah Sanigla and Torah Sanister. Ooh, the Vash represents secrets of the Torah. Some people can't handle it, can't understand it. Every single person needs Cholop. No, you know human being ever live without milk. So if you don't have milk, you die. But honey, could be, you don't need honey. So the Vash is mentioned first, true. True, that's the, one of the highest things to be able to understand deep, so does HaTorah, but you do need Cholov. So we drink, we eat a milk meal to let us know that Torah, you can't live without milk. A little baby can't live without milk. You, you just can't live. You can't give a kid hot dogs <laughs> when they're born. When you get older, you don't have to drink milk. It's almost nothing. You put a little in your coffee. But a little kid, this whole diet is nothing but milk. So... You drink milk because we got the Torah on Shavuos, and Torah is life-sustaining. Without that, we live, we're, we're dead. Yeah, you're walking around, but you're a dead person because you're living in a world that uh, makes no sense. Okay, Shlomo, thank you so much. Okay, yes, one more. Go ahead. Okay, Boaz is Gematria of 85. Ooh, you know why? Boaz, 85, you want to know why? I was trying to figure that out, Rabbi Schwab. Bo is eight. Bo is twelve, right? Right. And also seventy-seven. Right. Eighty-five pesukim in the whole Megillah. Seventy-seven start with a vav, most of them, and eight start with uh, do not start with a vav. Why? Eight represents Brismila. She wanted to marry a man, Barus, that 
believed in Brismila. What do you mean? What do you mean? Every year it has Brismila. No, 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 no. She tested him that night. She crawled into his thing, to his sleeping bag, and he said, I'm not going to touch you before I have a public chasana openly ask this other guy, Plony Almoni, because he's closer to me, and we have 10 him and we do it properly. He controlled his Yetzirah greater than Yosef, because Yosef was one minute, and this was the whole night. Bo, in him is our strength. Wow. Whose pshat is that? Right? That's it. You look at the Mepharshim, they'll tell you. You'll see the Medrashim. Bo, in him, eight. He had the koyach of controlling his mila, I mean, self-control, and Oz, strong, 77 besukim with Avav, and Avav is a part of Hashem's name, and eight without, 77, eight is 85, that's how many besukim there are in the, in the, in whole Megillah. His real name was Av Tzon, the father of the Tzon, he was the Shofet. They told, they, Mishmul Hanavi, who wrote this thing, gave him a code name, Boaz, that's all, his real name was Av Tzon. Like Avram Avinu, was called Avamon Goyim. You think Terak knew that when the kid was born? The Torah calls this man we know as Avram as Avram. Before that, Terak didn't. It was over the other He didn't know he was going to be the greatest yid in the, the first yid in the world. He couldn't call the little baby Avram. Most of the names in the Torah is what the what the what the tenat, what the Navi gives that person's name. Yir miyohu, Yiram. He raised his voice in public and talked about the Chorim Baishani. When he was born one day old, they didn't know he could be a Navi. Then the, 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 the Tanakh, they, these names are a description of the person. What his private name is is not important at all, not even important. No one cares. All right. Very good. You get a CD. How's that? Great. One more thing. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. You're next. I'm I'm you're, 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 ask another question. Was they only married for a day or not even One night. Day? One night. One night. He was 80, she was 40. So he had 60 kids. They all died. 30 males and 30 females. They always died. So uh, it says in the Gemara, There's no man in this world or woman that doesn't have their moment. The purpose he was created 80 years ago for that one night to sleep with Boa, with Rus, to get a child obeyed. Who had Yishai, who had Dovin, who had Shlomo, who had Mashiach. That was why he came to this world for that minute. And once he accomplished it, finished, he's done. This is an, I think this is the best show on this radio station. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much. Because, you, you know, I, I want to get people excited about Torah. It's very exciting. It, that's why I call my safer gigantic little secrets. They're gigantic little secrets. Once you see them, they're not. They're gigantic. Thank you so much. All right, you're welcome, uh, Boaz. I mean, uh, <laughs> what's your name, Shomo? Yeah, thank you so much. Go ahead. Ellie, you on the air? Sarah, you on the air? Go ahead, Sarah. I had a question about something that you answered. Yeah, I was ahead. just wondering, um, the previous caller before this last one answered a question about why we stay up a whole night yeah. to make up for then. Um, you mentioned that they thought that they would get the Ruch HaKodesh through their sleep. Right. <clears throat> and that they wouldn't pass out when Hashem spoke. Right. But didn't they pass out when Hashem spoke? Ah, wonderful question. The first two they passed out. Okay. And they had to be revived. 
They had to be revived. Moshe had to get them revived by saying Yudke Vovkin. Why? Right. What's going on? So they on? did. So they were correct in assuming that they wouldn't be able to. <laughs> Very good. They knew they wouldn't. So why do you want to drop dead? The, what do you mean? They didn't want to drop dead. I know, but Moshe said, you're going to get the Torah tomorrow. On Shabbos, it wasn't. It happened to be. Uh, you're going to get it. And they thought, yeah, of course, we'd be like the office. We have to go to sleep. My baby in the street will sleep. Hashem will come in our sleep. Well, she said, no, 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 no. You're bigger than the office. You're like me. You're going to get it, but it's awake, standing on your feet. Because we Did learned he, tell he you told that to, to them before they went to sleep? So before they went to sleep, they thought they're going to be like the others. But she right. said, no, you're, you're greater than the others. You're like me. You're going to have so it why awake. do we have to be mistaken it if they were correct? Oh, because they we went to sleep by mistake. They underestimated their godless. Oh, That's uh-huh. right. That's the, what my father said 40 years ago. They don't know how great they really are. Mm-hmm. That's not unbelievable, huh? Yeah. I had another question. You know why? Because Moshe told him, uh, weeks or days before, you're going to get mm-hmm. the Torah and this and this day. You're going to go to sleep, like I told the previous caller. Uh, you know, Sarah, if I tell you, beat out my office in Wall Street tomorrow at 630, I'm giving you $500,000. Oh, you'll be there. You can be mm-hmm. a believer. You'll be there at 3 o'clock. <laughs> Yes. How could you go to sleep when the first time, maybe the only time in history, Hashem is going to come to you? Why would you go to sleep? Because they really, really, really thought that they're going to get it b'chalom. They thought so. Big mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also had a question. Didn't they have the mun and there was no eating chalom? Ah, what a great question. Somebody asked me that last year. Why do you have to eat chalom? You got mun mina shamayim. No, what I mean to say is their kalim couldn't have been traced. They weren't cooking any food. They were eating Oh, mun. very good. Oh, very good. What a great question. Look at this, my boy. Someone, she, this is Sarah? Yes. Yes, Sarah, look. You have mun. It can taste like anything you want. Strawberry shortcake, uh, schnitzel, uh, ribs, uh, I don't know, donuts. Why would you eat anything but this? Oh, what a question this is. Okay, then they got the slav, right? Yeah. But they didn't have anything else. They didn't have chalav to mix with it. So I think I I once heard that it was just the fact that it wasn't kosher in shechita. You know what, Sora? I can't make up an answer. You have a good question. We'll have to leave it like this. This is great. (laughs) Okay. You are a thinking person. That's why you're listening to this program. Yes, I do enjoy it. You know what they say? (laughs) Better to have a good kasha than a bad teretz. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Sora, you're a very smart person. I've got to think about this. Okay. I'll listen to other shows. I hope you'll have an answer. Thank you, Sora. Thanks for calling. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, we have, uh, Avi. Avi? Into the mic. Avi, you're next. Go ahead. Hello? Go ahead, Avi. You're on the air. you have any questions? i got a lot of questions. <laughs> Woo! Why, uh, what day of the week was the first Shvuos? What date and what day of the week? Uh, I think it was Machlokas. Yeah, date? but mm, no, the Machlo- What day of the week? No, no Machlokas. They the know a thousand percent what day it was. Shabbos. Everybody knows. Was and Shabbos. the date? Uh, what do you think? Date. Um, I think. What what day? Of the, what month was the Torah given? Uh, Sivan. Yeah. What day? What number? Uh, the 7th. Right. What day of the week was it? On Shabbos. Right. Very good. Now, what would you like to say? What? Now, you have a question or something? That's the... Oh, 
So let me tell you why it was given on Shabbos. Hashem said he's going to give the Torah on Friday. Moshe said, could I have an extra day? They have to get ready. He says, okay. So he gave it on Shabbos. Why did Hashem want to do it on Friday? I would think that the holiest day of the week. He gave the Holy Torah. No, what's the problem? Why did Hashem Yisbarach, the creator of the world, want to give the Torah on Friday? Why? Let me tell you. Adam was made on a Friday. Torah is for B'nai Adam. Yes, even Goyim have to keep seven mitzvahs. Adam, Torah is for Adam, who was made on a Friday. So why did Moshe change his mind in one second? He says, Hashem, they don't have enough time. Give me another day. I said, Hashem says, okay. Hashem created the world that three, uh, when was the Torah given? In the year of 2448, because that's when he came out of Mitzrayim, seven weeks later. 2,448 years before Hashem made the world, and he created Adam on Friday, because he said, I'm going to give the Torah also on a Friday, the sixth day. And Moshe said, you know, Hashem, we need an extra day. Hashem said, okay, you get an extra day. The whole plan of 2,448 years just flies out of the window, and then he just changes to Shabbos? What's going on over here? What? Shabbos is very Halig. Very Halig. But Hashem planned it on Friday. Hashem is pretty Halig himself. So why did he prove it? So because Adam was made on a Friday, and the Torah is for all mankind, seven mitzvahs for them and 613 for us. But, so that's why, so how can Moshe change his mind in like one second? You know what you learned from this, uh, Avi? What? A great tzaddik wants something. Hashem listens. Oh. That's why you have a sick person in your family. You go to a tzaddik. He's mispalel. And sometimes the person is miraculously saved and changed, and sickness goes away. Because Hashem listens to tzaddikim, that's why. So you see, what man does could be more important than what Hashem does. Hashem planned to make the world give the Torah on a Friday. Because he says, the sixth day of the week he created Adam, 2,448 years later, on the sixth day of Sivan, I'm going to give to B'nai Adam the Torah. And Moshe says, no, do it next day. And Hashem says, okay. That proves you that if Hashem wants you to do what He wants, and you always do it, then when you want something, He also does it. How do you like that, how great a tzaddik is? That's why you go to a tzaddik, to pray for a sick person. Uh, I like the answer. Thank you. You're welcome, Avi, and thanks for calling. David, you're on the air. Go ahead, David. Hello? Go ahead, David. Can you ask me a question? Yeah, why do we eat milk and some chores? Because, um, because they, they give them, they didn't have anything else to eat. Why not? Why can't because they eat? Uh, the, everything was trafe. Why was it trafe? Everything for coffee. What? Why was it trafe? Because they didn't know of the... Oh, they so didn't know all the rules because before the Torah, they didn't know about Basabachalov and Trafis and all that. Very good. Do you mean to tell me that their parents and their grandparents and their great grandparents and Yaakov and Yitzchak Avram never passed on the laws of the Torah? You mean the 12 Shvatim who came to Mitzrayim 210 years before didn't know nothing about the Torah? You really think they trafe? You really think so? You really think so? Wow, yeah. they didn't know nothing about Torah? They're like, you know, like people you pull out of a somewhere and you say, here's the Torah. You never had any idea? Avon was ready to die. Go ahead. 
Hashem gave them the Shabbos before the Torah. Right, that is correct. And Moro, he gave them Shabbos. So they knew about Shabbos. So they knew a little bit about Trefus too, maybe. You know what it means? Um, you, the, they didn't understand. I can't eat meat and milk together, I understand. But to cook it in a pot? That I don't know. Where does it say that? It says in the Torah, don't. Okay, it does say, don't cook it up together and eat it. But maybe if I don't eat it together, I, I can use the pot. You have to cash it a pot. That much they didn't know. That's one reason why they have milk. I'll tell you another reason. David, how old are you? Ten. Let me tell you a very deep reason, David. Hold your cup for a minute. No, You know what milk means? The Torah says you cannot eat an aver menachai. Any a kosher animal, you cut off a piece without shafting the animal, you can't eat the piece, right? Right. You can't eat an aver or basar menachai, a piece of meat. I can't eat a part of a kosher animal before it's shafted, right? How, right. Can I milk, how can I milk a cow, a kosher animal, and drink the milk? That's a liquid aver. How can I have an egg from a kosher chicken and I... I can't eat the egg because it says you're not allowed to eat a part of a living creature. How can I eat uh, honey from a bee? First of all, bee is a sheriff. It's not even kosher. But how come I can eat honey? How come I can milk a cow? Isn't that like an aver menachai, part of a living animal, and an egg from a chicken? How can I do that? They ate milchiks on shvuas to show the world... That the Torah Shabal Peh, the oral law, is far greater than the Torah Shabbik Sav. Torah Shabbik Sav says you cannot eat an Avram and a Chai. And the Torah Shabal Peh said you can eat an Avram and a Chai. Wow. Because there's a Pusik uh, that talks about Eretz Yisrael. It flows with milk and honey. And since Eretz Yisrael is a holy place, and anything described Eretz Yisrael must be a kosher thing. So since it says, Erev Zobas Cholav Devash, therefore I can drink milk. And then there's another passage that says you want the baby birds or the, chick, or the little chick, or the chicks or the eggs, show away, show away the mother bird. Shaluach HaKan. Oh, from there's a right, I can eat eggs. And then there's, a, then there's the thing about a devour a bee, you can eat the honey from a bee because it doesn't come from the bee. If the honey doesn't ever see flour, a nectar from flour, it doesn't produce any honey. It doesn't have to produce honey. But if it produces, it takes some nectar in the mouth. In the mouth, there are certain enzymes that turns the nectar of the flour into honey. That's not a product of the bee. Cow is a product of a, uh, 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 milk is a product of a cow. It has to have milk. A bee doesn't have to have honey. If it has flowers and it takes in its mouth the nectar from those flowers and the mouth, something in the mouth will turn it into honey. It's not a product of the bee. That's why you can eat bee honey. So therefore, Cholov is coming to show you that even though the Torah says, Avram Menachai, a part of a living animal, is Asur, but the Torah Shabbat Peh tells you, yes, it's Mutter if you have a pustic like Erezovat Cholov and Vosh. And uh, Shluach HaKan, to tell you, eat milk on Shavuos to show you that the Torah Shabbat Peh is superior. What do you mean superior? Yeah, when they heard Hashem's voice, that was Torah Shabbat Peh. 
Forty days later, Moshe came down with the luchos written on a on stone. The Iker, 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 Torah, Torah, Shemal, Peh, the Gemara, the, the Mishnah, the Midrashim, that's the Iker, because they heard Hashem's voice. On, they had no nothing, it's just voice. Torah, Shemal, Peh, Iker. The Torah, Shemal, Peh explains Torah, Shemal, Peh. Without Torah, Shemal, Peh, you do nothing. Because it says in the Torah, in the Shemal, 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 you have to fast on Tishrei, the ninth day of the month. And we know it's not true. We pay the tenth day. I'll give you a lot of examples, uh, many things. So without Torah Shabbal Peh, we have a very, almost nothing. So Cholov, to show that the Chachamim said, even though the Torah says, Eber Menachai is Osir, it's really mutter under, because we have a pussy, and therefore you, you, you drink, you eat milchik to show the power of Torah Shabbal Peh. And the Torah was given to us orally, Baal Peh, Hashem's voice. There was nothing written for the first 40 days. Okay, very good, David. Thanks for calling. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Yehuda. Yehuda, you on the... Can you ask me a question that I want oh, to... Oh, sure. Ask? Why do we use flowers on shvuz or in the shul? Um, because by Matan Tarot, I seen it had flowers on it. Yeah, so what? What does it show? It's okay, very good. So what does it show? Just remember Matan Tarot. Uh, you mean it wasn't the flowers all around? There were. How come? Because um, they're in the desert. Nothing grows in the desert. Only around Hasina and Nace happened. Why do you have flowers? Why didn't it produce tomatoes? Or maybe apple tree, or maybe peas, or beans. Why flowers? Flowers are nicer than the other stuff. <laughs> Let me tell you. Toad is like flowers. It looks good. It smells good. The Torah has deep meaning. It Torah is a nice way to live. It looks good. It smells good. And flowers produce fruits. It tastes good. Torah is beautiful knowledge. That smell. It has a schmuck for this world. You enjoy life. That's the taste. And it looks good. If you live according to Torah, you're a high-class human being. And the nisim, it's a desert, no flowers, except around Har Sinai, to let you know that you have to grow in Torah, like flowers grow from a green, then a bud, then bigger, then bigger, then whiter, gorgeous, like a Torah Jew. You start when you're 10, 8, you learn to 5 years old, 8, 12, 18, 20, 30, then become your Godel Hador, you become a Rosh Hashiva, like flowers are eventually developed. Torah too, it takes and doesn't go one, two, three. Very good, Yehuda. Thanks for calling. Could you ask me another question? Yeah, I asked you another question. Um, why doesn't Shavuos have any mitzvahs? Not one. Pesach has mitzvahs. Sukkot has mitzvahs. Roshona has a mitzvah. Yom Kippur has a mitzvah. Hanukkah has a mitzvah. Purim has a mitzvah. Why it doesn't Shavuos... Hmm? To learn the whole night. What? To learn the whole night. It does. What? What mitzvah? Tyra. What mitzvah does Shavuos have? Name one. Torah. What do you mean? What mitzvah do we have to do? Like Pesach, we eat stuff. Shavuos, we sit in a certain place. Shake a lulav. Hanukkah, we light a menorah. What do we do in Shavuos that's special, different than every other young Eat milchus. And that's a minute. What mitzvah? If you name one, I'll give you a thousand bucks. Shavuos is known to have no mitzvahs. Why? That's the big question. Why? Yehuda doesn't... We got the Torah. Give me at least one mitzvah. No, zero. No mitzvahs. Why? Um, 
I'm going to tell you the answer. Everybody listening should listen to this. Now, by side, we have 613 mitzvahs. Which one would you pick? Which, which one mitzvah represents 613? You say Talmud Torah? That's no mitzvah. It's a minig. Tell me. Pesach has a lot of mitzvahs. Sukkot has a lot of mitzvahs. Hanukkah has a mitzvah. Rosh Hashanah here to show for Yom Kippur, you have to fast. Why doesn't Shavuot, the greatest Yom of all the Yom Tovim, have zero mitzvahs? Because there's no way that one mitzvah could represent everything. It's impossible. So even Minhag, we stay up all night and learn Torah. Very nice, it's a minute. But you cannot, on Pesach, we have to re- we remember the, the poor people, so we eat uh, Lechem Oni, Matzah, and the bitterness, we eat Maror, and the four expressions of Geula, we have four cups of wine, very good. And Shavuot, we hear the shofar. But there's no one mitzvah that represents 613 mitzvahs. Therefore, there's no mitzvah on Shavuot. Thank you so much. That's it. Let's go to the next caller. Uh, Levy. Levy, go ahead. Hi, how are you? Good, Levy. Um, so you just mentioned that there's no one mitzvah that can encapsulate all the mitzvahs. Correct. Uh, okay, so which mitzvah do we have? I'm just saying that it's not true that one mitzvah can't encapsulate anything because What is it? Say it again. What's that, Gemara? It's a Gemara at the end of Makkah. I believe Chav Gimel. It says, The mitzvah of Emunah, Emunah Sashem, is, uh, is uh, quintessential. Oh, you're right. Uh, Every day of the, of the year. Which mitzvah do we have on Shavuos only? No, no, like, so I hear your question, and I agree with you. I'm just saying that you were saying that there's no one mitzvah for the whole Torah. I'm just saying... Oh, I hear you. I, I agree. I agree. But I want to, you're right, I should have said, why, what is, what mitzvah is particular only to Shavuos? Rosh Hashanah has a mitzvah, you know, Pesach. What, so well, you're... I'll tell you, it's a mitzvah but that's for all the mitzvahs. Yeah, all the Yom Tov, of course. Sure, you know sure. what? They say, they look at the Rishonim, which mitzvah, they ask the question, which mitzvah should we pick? Which one represents everything? All Zeroyim, all Moed, Noshim, Zikim, Kachim, Taharos, everything. Please give me a mitzvah that represents 613. I don't know. That's why there's no mitzvahs I can. If you come up with an answer, well, we don't have any mitzvahs. That's a fact. So but why not? So I think, because I don't think there can be one mitzvah that represents everything. I don't know a better answer. For Moshe and Etshuva, right, why after we have uh, milk and meat. So it's broad time. We have milk and meat for the Shtei Alechem. Yeah, that's so correct, too. Huh? There, why is it only a minute as opposed to Pesach where it's a mitzvah? Right. Yeah. Be very good. All right. He says the part is because the Shtei Alechem was only for Kahanim. So oh, very good. everyone, that would be it. Yeah, you're right. You know what? Uh, it, it, you know, it, the fact remains, Shavuos does not have a particular mitzvah. That is very interesting. And I think the reason is because there's no mitzvah that could represent it. Maybe there's a better answer. But the facts remain that Shavuos is the only Yom doesn't have any mitzvahs. Hanukkah even has a mitzvah. Drabana. But there's a mitzvah to Rabbana. There's no mitzvah there, right? So anyway. Okay, but what? This doesn't even have a Rabbanan. Because <laughs> it's a because it's a it's a chag day right so I want to come around and put a mitzvah on it right one hundred percent but the kasha bleib serik the alta kasha which means it's a very good kasha okay I hear you may also, not have... I just wanted to tell you yeah that, right uh, you you mentioned that uh, we need the teresh of our pet to come and be mivaris the teresh of exav there's an interesting aruch of at the end of cheshem mishpat yeah uh, that he says why does it say 
when we say ayin tachas ayin in Parshas Mishpatim, yeah. right? So we know that's only demei ayin tachas ayin. So why that's does it yeah, one extra word and say demei ayin tachas right. ayin? So he says the word is because we need Torah about that. The Torah was a, a, specifically written in an obtuse way in order so that every person should always know that you need the Torah about that to understand the Torah of itself. 100% right. You know what the growth says about Ayin Tachas Ayin? Instead yeah. of saying Ayin Ba'ad Ayin, an eye for an eye, he says an eye below an eye. If you take the letter after Ayin, you get pay. Yud Chos. Nun Samach. Kesef. Aha, uh-huh, very, very good. That's the growth. That's a typical growth. <laughs> very good. That's the genius of the growth mind. You see how it works? Yeah. Very so good. it means Shane, Taka Shane, the same thing, a tooth, a leg, foot. You, you pay money for it. You don't take out the guy's eye. I mean, you, you, you have to pay for it. But, um, uh, uh, so that's why you need Toshimal Ped to explain this stuff. Otherwise, you would think an eye for an eye, like the Muslims do it, like the early Christians used to do it. No, it doesn't mean that. I mean, Torah Shabbat tells you, no, you pay. That's all. Uh, Anyhow, listen, Levi, Shkoyach for calling. Who do we have? Uh, Ezra. Ezra, okay. How do we have after Ezra? Hello. Hello? Hello, Ezra, you're on the air. Hi, no, I'm the one that called before. I was wondering, I, uh, I had a, I, I wanted to know, like, I, I'm sure there's things you don't know, but I'm sure there's a lot of things you do know. I wanted to know if I could share a chadush with you. Go ahead. Definitely. I'd love to hear a chadush. But I don't know if you know it already or not. So, uh, uh, try me out. <laughs> why are we called B'nai Yisrael and not B'nai Abraham or B'nai Yitzchak or B'nai Rachel or B'nai Sarah? Why B'davka Yisrael? Why B'davka Yaakov? Oh, very good. I want to hear the answer. But you know it? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm sure there's many answers, but this one's like cute slash wow. It, the name Yisrael has uh, all of them in it. Yud is Yitzchak and Yaakov. Oh, yeah, uh, I got it. Yud, Sarah, Rachel, Avram, Lo, and, and, and uh, who was that? Leah? What do you mean? Yud is Yitzchak and Shin Yitzchak is... and Yaakov and uh, uh, Sarah. And uh, uh, Rivka and Rachel with the Rish. Yeah, Alex and Ron uh, and. And Alex and Ron. I heard that before. That's very good. We're the product of the four mothers and the three fathers, right? Right. <laughs> that's very that's good. That's now I'm going to tell you something before we go off the air. Hashem says, I'm going to take the Levim Metoch B'nai Yisrael. Everybody listen to this. In the word Yisrael is Levim. Just write the word Yud, Shin, Reish, Aleph, Lamed. And below the Yud, you write Yud, Vav, Dalet. Yud, Shin, Shin, Yud, Nun. Reish, Reish, Yud, Shin. Aleph, Lamed, Fe. Lamed, Lamed, Mem, Dalet. In the middle, Mamish is the word Levim. Wow. I just also, uh, it's a question for you that I don't know, is that if Yaakov's name was changed to Yisrael, why in the Shemona Esther, Amida, whatever, why, why do we say Veloke uh, Yaakov and not Veloke Yisrael? Because right after his name was changed, Hashem called him Yaakov. Which means, in the future you'll be Yisrael, Sar, the super nation. Now at the moment you're going to be beaten up by the Goyim. Okay, the heel, they'll step on you, but your future is you're going to be the leaders of mankind. Yisrael's lost at level. And yeah, Yaakov is it while we're in Golis. That's why his name is both. Now we're... Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the answer. All right. All right I want to thank you for calling Yezra. Uh, we are finished. It is 5 o'clock. 
As everybody tune in next week, you're going to get more on Megillah's Rus, and uh, we'll prepare you for Shavuos. Zai Bye-bye. Thank you.